0: what is going on everybody thank you for tuning in to season three of the good minutes Exist podcast a lot of people always ask me about the music on the show they say drow what is that song on show number blah 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 and i'm like well technically it is in the show notes but because i do get asked about the music on the show i decided to put together a youtube music playlist so not only that you'll have music from season one season two and season three you will also be able to listen to the podcast on youtube so even if you have spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, whatever it is you listen to my podcast on why not throw youtube in there for good measure hey i would greatly appreciate it and with that being said enjoy today's show Shows it's just getting worse. It ain't fair. Complicated. why is it so complicated? Oh, why is so complicated? Oh, so And we are gonna go ahead and dive right in to today's episode entitled, Don't Make It Complicated. And as usual, we're gonna turn in your Merriam's to page 329, there you will find the word complicated. Just one definition I wanna focus on today, and that is difficult to analyze, understand, or explain. And why does this matter? It essentially matters because many times, We make shit more difficult than it needs to be. And the result of that is unhealthy relationships, being hurt, anger, embarrassment. It could span the entire gauntlet of emotions. But the point is, a lot of times, the reason it is complicated because of us and the other person. But you know, on my podcast, I always talk about self-accountability, self-awareness. Therefore, we're gonna focus on us and then we'll get to the issues that we could experience from others. And while there could be multiple reasons that we make things complicated, I'm going to give you two of the main ones, at least in my opinion, because these two are what I think are the primary reasons. And the first one is simply, we have traumas that we have not dealt with. And that's why I say it's all encompassing. And that is because trauma, it doesn't have to be the conscious trauma that we're aware of. It can be subconscious. It could be something that we even may think isn't that bad, but really it's all in how we look at it and ultimately how it affects us. And the second reason is we don't have the maturity or emotional intelligence to be able to handle situations in a manner in which is actually productive the relationship and again we're going to get into that and how that breaks down in the second part but first let's focus on the dramas right imagine a world in which we lived in where we knew all of the answers any problems we had any questions that we may have pondered no matter what it is we on our own figure out a way to answer the question and because we've done it this way we are wildly successful in everything we do so question do you live in that world? If you think you do, you're delusional. But if you know that you don't, then what are the measures that we take to help aid us, to help guide us, to help counsel us, to do our best to make great decisions? Not every decision is going to be perfect, but ensuring that we're taking the necessary steps to put the best option on the table and then move forward with that option. Many of the people of our culture, being African-Americans, believe that therapy is something for the quote unquote white folk. Too often I come across people who say, oh, you know, I can't relate to a therapist. They don't know what I go through. I can figure it out on my own. That's what I have friends for, or that's what I go to church for. The reasons or excuses are endless. If we had the answer to every question, every issue, every trauma on our own, then it wouldn't be a profession. This isn't an industry that only has A hundred people in it. They have thousands of people who study the mind, who study the emotions, who study different outcomes, primarily because they actually want to help people. Some of them get into it for cultural reasons, some of them get into it for the money, but for those who get into it because they actually care about the outcome of people's lives, because they understand that we all go through things. And in going through those things, some of us are able to handle those better than others. So if there is someone here to help us, and we have decent insurance to cover it, because I know they are quite expensive, but if it's something that we feel will overall benefit us in our lives, why not take the time to find someone that we feel comfortable with, and that more importantly, we feel places us in positions to get the results that we're looking for, and then also holds us accountable for those decisions. So when we think about complicating a relationship due to traumas, subconscious or otherwise, we're making it more complicated. Now, this isn't to say that a therapist is going to 100% fix your problems immediately, not at all. What I am saying is that a lot of times it's about maintenance or more importantly, if we know that there's an issue, then us being proactive, not reactive. The longer we take to address a situation, the more we tend to hide ourselves from it, which is crazy because we know that we have that issue. Other people may know that we have that issue. It's one thing to put a smile on our faces and hide it from everyone else. It's another to sit in a room alone, sad, depressed, upset, hurt, and then try to pretend like it doesn't really matter. Like we'll just get over it, it's not that big a deal. Since when did not helping ourselves become the move? And it's these things that we don't deal with that we drag right along with us into a relationship that we say we want. We say we deserve happiness, we say we deserve the right man or woman, we say that we deserve a certain quality of life and happiness, but do we really? I've talked about this before. In every other realm in life, we work for what we want. In a relationship, it's no different. You can't get in the relationship and then start to work on it. That's backwards. You should have been working on yourself prior to and then continuing that in the relationship these traumas only hold us back. They complicate matters. In modern day terms, many of you call it toxic. But toxic has become such a buzzword that it almost seems like people really enjoy the shit because it's something to talk about. How is that cool? How is that fun? How is that peaceful? Because to me, me personally now, I may just be speaking for myself, but I don't have time for shit that makes my life more difficult. I don't have time for stuff that makes it more complicated. Who does? Who wants that? And if you do want that, or if that's what you're drawing to and that becomes a cycle for you, that's more reason to go talk to somebody about it professionally to pull you out of your cycle to eventually move you out of your own way. But we bring those traumas in relationships. And then here's where it really gets messed up. We blame the other person for why it didn't work. How many of you know that person? How many of you are that person? If you've left every single relationship you've been in that hasn't worked out and your response is they didn't do this, they didn't do that. If they just could have, what, what did you take away from it? What did you learn? Because in everything we should learn something. And the thing about it is when we're in our own way, that's the easiest thing because we can't control what everyone else does, but what we can control is ourselves and how we react, how we handle different things. So if you think about it from this perspective, if love is what you wanted, if marriage is what you wanted, happiness, joy, a partner that you can really be one with, if that's what you truly desired, and I told you, okay, cool. The only thing standing in between that and where you are presently is you. How many of you would diligently take the time to remove yourself out of your way to get to that end result? But you have to want it, just like anything else in this world. You have to work for it. And in many cases, you are the one that has to do the work. So now let's pivot to the other side of this. And that is not having the maturity or the emotional intelligence to be able to handle different situations. Now, this doesn't have to go back to toxic. This doesn't have to go back to trauma. A lot of times it goes back to being the bigger person. Because we've all been in situations in which someone has said something to us and we didn't have some shit in their back pocket that we've been waiting to pull out. Y'all know what I mean. Someone says something to you like, and that's why you weave crooked. Whoa, Megan, you know that I have a scalp issue. Yeah, dog. That's why I smashed your ex. You know, I loved her. It's so easy to retaliate, even in a relationship, right? Someone you're supposed to love, someone you're supposed to care about. Someone you're supposed to support, cherish, all those things. But in the heat of an argument, the gloves come off. Any and everything's on the table. If he talk to you a certain way, you can't just let him talk to you a certain way because he needs to know who the fuck I am. Ah, no, she can't just say whatever to me. I demand respect. And if she doesn't, she gonna learn. There's a certain amount of emotional intelligence and maturity that go along with dealing with conflict within a relationship. I'm going to tell you how, you know, you're in a good place. It's okay for your voice to raise a little bit and have different vocal inflections. It's okay to be a little bit more physically animated, but here's how, you know, if you're in a good place in your relationship, just my opinion, it could be different for everyone else. But when you begin to have disagreements instead of arguments, that's how, you know, you're in a good place with an argument. My main goal is to get my point across by any and all means necessary. And then don't tell me I'm wrong when I think I'm right. Oh no. Now you really done got me amped up, right? I'm no longer listening in an argument because I'm trying to prove my point. No matter what you say, you're going to have to see it my way before this goes anywhere. And if we can't see eye to eye or even close to it, then we're just going to sweep it under the rug. Unacceptable. The difference is with the disagreement, my goal is not to make you see it my way. Your goal is not to make me see it your way With a disagreement We can have a conversation I'm listening to you I'm trying to understand Your point of view Instead of my guard being up Deflecting everything you say Just for me to try to speak back to you And then you have your guard up That's the quickest way to nowhere, And that's why I always make it a point To have a disagreement Instead of an argument There needs to be times Where you talk And I listen Actively Don't just be saying Yeah, mm-hmm Okay, yep, mm mm-hmm. And then as soon as the person takes a breath to start their next sentence, you're jumping in. That's not how that works. You need to understand and then acknowledge the point your partner is making. You have to go in with an open mind. You have to go in with a comprehensive mindset to understand what they're trying to tell you, even if they're not explaining it the best way. The fact that they're communicating allows for resolution. Communicating, not yelling, not arguing, not throwing things, not being petty, trying to hurt me, me trying to hurt you. In a disagreement, we are genuinely going in to try to find a resolution. And sometimes that's how arguments start off. They start off with that and then they escalate. And again, it's perfectly fine to have instances in which you feel something you feel away. It's normal. But the main thing I always say and I'll always stand by, and honestly, this is something that I've learned over the past few years is that if I'm your teammate, if I'm your partner in everything that I do is only to better us, it's never to hurt you. It's never to demean you. It is never to embarrass you. When you have that understanding, a very solid understanding of that, when it comes to your partner, your guard immediately goes down and typically stays down. When you feel like you can't trust a person, when you feel like that person is being petty immature, they don't have the necessary emotional tools to handle different levels of disagreement, that's when guards go up. That's when we stop listening. That's when we stop caring. Understand that when you have someone who is truly your teammate, anything you say is for the betterment of the relationship, even if it hurts you. Understand that. We can go in wanting to agree, wanting to resolve an issue but there may be some things in there that we have to get off of our chest that'll break me down a little bit to build us back up, if that's our goal. Because sometimes we don't always know what we're doing. We don't always know what we're not doing. Sometimes we have to be told. That's why communication is my first C. These are just some of the things that we have to maneuver within a relationship. But overcomplicating it is what dooms your relationship from the beginning. Don't make it complicated. Understand what your issues are work on your issues become better with those communicate with your partner that's all you can control hopefully they're coming in the relationship with the same understanding the same vigor for success that you are and then that in turn is how your relationship along with other things of course becomes more successful becomes more enjoyable becomes more exciting more happy where you actually want to be around your partner So it starts there. Relationships really shouldn't be difficult when we think about it. They should be fairly easy. Sure. We're going to have our ups. We're going to have our downs. We may even have rough patches for a week two, three. But understanding and coming in with the proper mindset will get you on track more often than not. So let me ask you something from today's episode. Are you making your relationships complicated? what could you do better in your relationship to set yourselves up better for success? Let me know in the DMs. Let me know in the comments. Tweet me. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, feel free to share it with someone, a friend, a family member. If you haven't already rated it on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give a brother four or five stars. If you haven't subscribed, what are you waiting for? Help me out there as well. I hope you all had a fantastic Thanksgiving. I hope your week has started strong. As usual, I hope each and every one of you is doing well, and as always, be great people.